Have you ever felt trapped in a high-paying job, chained to a life that's slowly slipping away? Day after day, the same routine, the same unfulfilling work, and the constant longing for something more? If you're nodding your head right now, feeling that weight on your shoulders, then this is the podcast you've been waiting for. Welcome to the W2 Prison Break Show. I'm Brian O'Neill, and I'm here to tell you that you're not alone. I've been in that prison too, sacrificing precious moments with my family, feeling the regret and resentment build up inside. But guess what? There is a way out, and together we're going to break free. Each episode, we'll dive deep into the stories of incredible individuals who have successfully made their escape, who have turned their dreams into reality, and who now live lives filled with purpose, joy, and abundance. But we won't stop at inspiration alone. We'll equip you with the tools, strategies, and mindset shifts needed to break through the barriers that have held you back for far too long. Together, we'll ignite your entrepreneurial spirit and unleash the business genius within you. It's time to take action, to shatter the chains that bind you, and to embrace a future filled with unlimited possibilities. The W2 Prison Break Show is your key to unlock the door to a life of purpose, fulfillment, and success. I invite you to join me on this transformative journey. Subscribe now to the W2 Prison Break Show and let's embark together on the path to freedom. Remember, it's never too late to break free and live the life you've always dreamed of. Hey, everyone. Welcome back to another episode of the W2 Prison Break Show. Thanks for tuning in for another week. I really do appreciate it. We're past a year. We're past 52 episodes and it's just been kind of surreal for me. I just, you know, I thought that this was something that wasn't even possible, a podcast. I never imagined that I would have my own podcast when I first started doing real estate deals three and a half years ago. I just wanted to quit my job and do real estate deals. And now I have a podcast. I've had two. I'm in multiple masterminds. I mean, it's just been, my life's been completely changed. And this is the result of taking action and getting surrounded by the right people, which is a great segue into today's guest, my coach and mentor, Chris Prefontaine, who has been on the show before. I've been on his show several times. Check out episode 15 of the W2 Prison Break Show. This was back in September of 2022, September the 7th, 2022, where we talked a lot about how he helped me get out of my job through real estate. And make sure you check out his podcast, the Smart Real Estate Coach Podcast. I've been on it several times and he's got some super awesome guests. So bringing him back on, we're going to do something really, really cool today. I'm not going to tell you what it is now. You're just going to have to wait a couple more seconds to learn. But without further ado, let's get right to the episode. Hey, Chris, welcome back to the W2 Prison Break Show. Yeah, thanks. And I want your audience to know that last night I hit you and said, hey, let's just turn the tables a bit here. I love being on the show and I love being interviewed, but I do that a lot. And I said, let's turn the tables a bit. And then I also said that Brian could do that on my show coming up. So this is going to be a lot of fun. I am going to hijack the show and interview Mr. O'Neill here. And he definitely does not know what I'm going to ask him. And we'll see where it goes again. Are you ready on this end, Frank? I am ready. I'm ready for anything. I have no idea what he's going to ask me, folks. He's 100% true. So let's. I'm ready to be hijacked. Let's do it. I have a little list, but this list could be organically going some other direction either one of us knows. So let me start with one thing I had, because they know you clearly. You've just put out an awesome solo cast. They know who Brian O'Neill is. You and I talk a lot about your initial kind of thought about risk in the W-2 job. And I remember, because you've repeated to me a lot, and that was, 
where we had the conversation that the risk is actually the job, not going and starting your own business, which is a flip-flop in most people's minds. Can you talk about that a little bit? Unless you went off a lot of that in your solo, I think it's worth like talking about this. Yeah, definitely. And this does come up a lot. It still comes up a lot. It came up this weekend. I had people over it and they still were taught. We were still talking about this. So I was, as you know, you helped me to the light bulb to go off with, hey, the risk is the W-2, Brian, not the business. Because even when I was ready to leave the W-2, you know, I had done enough creative financing, real estate deals with the help of you and your family in a very short amount of time that I was ready to exit the W-2. And I still had such a challenging time, even though the cash flow was there, because I was just, I had been so brainwashed for so many years, for so long. I watched my father do it. I watched my grandfather do it. Like, hey, this is the norm. You're supposed to work at the same company for 40 years, pour all your money into your retirement account, have your health insurance, and then hopefully you got a couple million bucks in the bank by the time you retire and you can live until you die. I mean, that was my download. I yeah. was thoroughly convinced. So when it came time to kind of flip that on its head, it was super scary because I thought, what am I going to do for health insurance? You know, what about my retirement account? Like, what if this doesn't work? It was just like back to, even though I had proof of concept, it was just still all of those old downloads that were difficult to just let go in a short amount of time. Because it was about nine months since you and I started working together that I was ready to do that. Okay. So here's I'm scribbling notes because I could go in so many different directions and I already forgot what was below that. So I got to chase a couple of these things down. You just said, you said, father, grandfather. So that made me think, okay, there's so many people. Like I hung around with my grandfather had a business, my father had a business. And when you said that, it clicked that, okay, that was the norm, right? Mm-hmm. So if people are in that mode, in hindsight now, what would you say to them? Because it's so true what you just said. In everybody's case, who we hang out with, not just family, in general, who we hang out with, it kind of becomes the norm. What are your thoughts on that? Yeah. Like, so it, like, it, I mean, you kind of teed it up perfectly there because there was the norm for you because you saw your family do it. And I'm the one in my family to break the mold for my son. He sees it now. I talk to him about, you know, being a business owner all the time. And we talk about, you know, not having to, I don't force him to go to college. You know, that's not something if he wants to do it, great, but it's not a requirement. Whereas that's how I felt growing up as a kid. Like, hey, I've got to get good grades in school and I've got to go to a good college and I've got to get into a good management training program. So to answer your question, I would say to anyone who's thinking that way is, It started for me back in 08 when I worked for the elevator company that I worked for for 17 years when the rounds of layoffs started happening, right? And I was well into my 30s at that point, if I'm doing my math correctly, and I was making good money. And I just felt that if I didn't survive one of these layoffs, that I would have to take a significant haircut and pay, even if I could get a job because no one was hiring. Everyone was laying people off, kind of like they're doing right now. And I made it, but that's when I started to really think about, okay, look, I've got to have some type of backup plan here because if this happens when I'm 45 or 40 or whatever, I'm not going to be able to replace a multiple six-figure income just by going to the next place. So I had to really take ownership and control of my financial future. And that's when I really started to think about, hey, this is an uneasy feeling. I have no control over this whatsoever. A couple of thoughts, Brian, as usual, I'm scribbling. Yeah. You said about your son, Will, as you know, Nick did not go to college, my son. I gladly put him through the Chris Boot Camp, <laughs> put him to seminars of people I knew. So for the listeners out there, think of what Brian just said and what he's doing for his family. Like that's changing 
the chorus so that when Will has kids, they'll be like, well, yeah, dad is a business and my grandfather's like, it's just going to be the norm. Really, really cool. Wasn't on my list of things to talk about. So I'm going to skip to a couple of things. You said, okay, that you saw the job they're laying off and your salary could potentially go away or shrink. Mm-hmm. What do you think now in hindsight, because I don't want to project what I have in my brain about real estate in general, once you have the skill set compared to what you just said about the J-O-B? I'd like to hear your thoughts on it because it's not that everybody, your listeners all go, yeah, I want real estate. That's not what I'm saying. Yeah. I am saying, let's look at that kind of industry and say, how does that compare to not having control? Like, Just talk about it. I don't know what's on your mind with that. Yeah. Well, real estate and business in general on your own is way easier than you think it is. Is it difficult? Is it hard? Yes, it is. But it's we make it out to be something that is, at least this is the way that I approached it. And a lot of the students that we coach together feel the same way. It's almost like you feel as if you have to be some type of special breed of human being to have your own business, to buy real estate. I had a guy on my show not too long ago, and he says, like, the way real estate has been acquired hasn't really changed over the last several hundred years. Hold on. And sometimes you need to hear that from people who are in the game to really understand, like, yeah, he's right. So as long as you get around the right people and you learn how to do it, we just make it out in our heads that it's so difficult to do and we're not capable of doing it. And it's all just fear. It just Fear just shows up in a bunch of different forms. Well, I don't have enough money or I don't have enough knowledge or how am I going to do this? And what if, what if it doesn't work? So the takeaway is that it's always easier than we make out. And even though it's difficult, challenging, it's way better than not being in control of your financial flow. That's my biggest takeaway from leaving the W-2 and having my own business. So here's what comes to mind with that. Again, I'm just going to chase this a little bit and peel it back. So let's say, for the sake of you and I chatting today, they, real estate's not on their mind, but starting a deli or a hot dog, anything. Okay, I'm being facetious with the hot dog stand, but maybe. How important is it for them to get away from the people that are in now because they've got them to this point? I'm not downgrading their friends or relatives or anything like that. I'm just saying that people you surround yourself with got you to that point. So how important is it for them to get around people and maybe give them an action step here, Brian? So they walk away going, look, if I got nothing else on the show, I'm going to go take action on what Brian said about how do I find someone or how do I get around different people? Am I making sense? Yeah, completely. And this is such a, what you just said is so key to, if you want to change your life, right? If you want to transform, if you want to start a business, if you want to get into real estate, you can't start asking the people that are in your current circle, Right. I did that. I made that mistake. When I was ready to quit, I interviewed a bunch of people. I interviewed you. I interviewed folks in our mastermind, in our Wicked Smart mastermind. And they all said the same thing, right? Yeah, it's going to be difficult, but I had their experience. They had already done it. I spoke with people who did it already. And then I went to people who I knew my whole life and were still in W2. And I told them what I was doing. As expected, the response was, wow, that sounds kind of risky. Why would you leave that job? Why would you leave those health benefits? I mean, I still laugh about it to this day. And I mean, they're still my friends. It's just, they're not the ones that you should be interviewing. I had a guy on my show that I asked him the same question. And he said, yeah, if you want to learn how to do real estate, go reverse interview people who have done it, shadow somebody. And most of us would be willing to do that. Like if somebody came up to me and said, hey, I want to do what you do. Can I buy you a cup of coffee? Or would you be willing to let me shadow you for a day? Yeah. Yeah. Completely, right? That would be a good first step, but you have to get in a room with people who are doing what you've done, not did what you're trying to do, are doing it currently, and you know will help you get through all the 
garbage, right? Through the difficult times. I think that's where most people get stuck, Chris, mm. as we're talking through this. is, And that was it for me. I was trying to do deals for seven years and I was too nervous to make a mistake. And I said, okay, how do I eliminate this? And I called you up and I became an associate and that fear went away. And then I started doing deals. I mean, nine months. So my first deal was four months after getting around the right people. I had been trying to do it on my own for seven years with no success. So that's really a huge differentiator. As we talk this out, I'm like, wow, that's a short you know, timeline reduction, four months to seven years. Yeah. So you were talking, I wrote down and then I'll explain it. Doctor, yeah. question mark, finances. So here's what I mean by that. You were asking the wrong people. We all ask the wrong people when we don't wake up and say, okay, where are we going with this? So it would be equivalent, facetious but true. It would be equivalent to me pick up the phone, calling my doctor and asking him for financial advice, or me pick up the phone and calling my doctor and asking him for marriage. Like it doesn't make any sense. I could go on and on the example. So if you're out there and you're listening, you're going, yeah, I was kind of in Brian's shoes. I, I want to escape my job. One issue is the mentor. I think the other issue, there's so many, but the other one is the why, Brian. I know this is deep for you. So I was racking my brain last night thinking about this. I know your why. I know what drove you to go. That's it. I'm throwing the gauntlet down now. This is it. But explain maybe a little bit of that for those that might not know the story. They might be a new listener today. But more importantly, let's give them, again, something they can do. Like we just told them to reach out to someone that, you know, in their, where they want to head. What about yeah. this issue with their why? Because it's so super important. Hey there, back to the episode in just a moment. Are you a homeowner in the Chicagoland area who's struggling to sell your home or even own nothing and looking to maximize your price before the market slides? Are you tired of the traditional home selling process that takes months and costs you thousands in fees and repairs? Whether you're facing foreclosure, going through a divorce, or simply need to sell your home fast, WeBuyHousesChicago.org can help. We've been buying homes in Chicago since 2019, and we specialize in helping sellers who are stuck. Unlike traditional real estate buyers, we buy homes as is and can close in as little as seven days. No repairs, no inspections, and no fees. Just a fast, hassle-free sale. Let WeBuyHousesChicago.org help you sell your home and move on to the next phase of your life. Call or text us today at 312-500-6121. If you know someone who is struggling to sell their home or simply just wants top price, please share this message with them. As a listener of the W2 Prison Break Show, WeBuyHouseOfChicago.org will pay you for your referral. If you send us a referral and we buy their house, we will pay you a $1,000 referral fee. Simply have your referral mentioned, the W-2 Prison Break Show. Let's get back to the show. Yeah, the why is almost everything, in my opinion, because as we alluded to earlier, this can be challenging, right? Being a business owner is challenging. You have to have a reason not to quit. And that takes some serious soul searching. For me, my son, and yes, I've talked about it many times in the show, but for the new listeners, I mean, the reason that I finally was able to get over all of the fear and the self-limiting beliefs and, hey, Brian, you can't do this. You're not good enough. You're not worthy enough. You know, you're going to look stupid in front of your family. Like I've made up every excuse you can possibly think of. It was really, it was my son. You know, I was missing him grow up and it got to the point, you know, with my high travel job that I almost, and a guy said this on my show the other day, he said, I would come back from a trip and I had to get to Reno my kids again. That just like stabbed me right in the gut because I remember that same feeling. 
Like he looks different. He's speaking different. And then he started to tell me, you know, hey, I don't like it when you're gone, dad. Like he, you could feel that he knew what was happening. Yeah. And I just made the decision. I said, I'll be damned if I'm going to miss this kid grow up. I'm going to miss half his life if I continue down this path. That's not an option for me. And I think sadly for a lot of folks who are in my shoes, who had a high travel job, they just accept that. I no longer tolerated it. He gave me the courage to quit being afraid, to try, at least take my shot. And I thank him all the time for it, you know, because who knows where I'd be right now? You know, he's 11 years old, almost 12. I might have missed, like I said, half his life if I hadn't made that change three and a half years ago. Yeah. So I'm thinking, how could the listener like go? Yeah, you know, my why is to do this. I just, and I'm not downgrading anyone's why. I don't know the listener, your listener database at all. What I do know is everyone you and I talk to thinks they know their why until they dig deeper and deeper and deeper and ask themselves why like, you know, eight times. So how about this for an exercise? I'd like to know your thought on this. I haven't written this by you, but what if we say to the listeners right now, hey, go do this exercise, go sit with a spouse or a significant other and say to them, hey, what if leaving my W-2 was easy? What if it was risk-free? What if I did do that? What would it look like? And play with that exercise. What do you think of that? Like just an exercise with their spouse or a significant other. I mean, I love that because people don't do that. They don't do it. They do the opposite, which is the doomsday scenario, which is what if it doesn't. So I think that's a great idea. More on your why exercise, which is, look, this has to be, you have to spend time on this. I mean, I spent yeah. an entire day probably with you and Stephen Wessner helping me get through this. Like you just kept asking questions. Okay, well, tell me more about that. How will that make you feel? How will that make your son feel? How will that make your family feel? What will that do for it? I mean, you just have to take it way, way deeper than surface level, which is I want to quit my job so that I can spend more time with my family. Yeah, all of us do, but you have to take it much deeper. So I just love that you went there. And then, yeah, what's the best case scenario? And then the worst case scenario, you can talk about that. You normally are somewhere in the middle. That's where you'll land, somewhere in the middle. And you might get the best case scenario, but it's usually never the worst case scenario. Why I thought of that just now on the fly was like, let's do that pretend and let's work on the why with a spouse or whoever, kids, all of the above, is the manifestation stuff is super powerful. And I don't want to get too what people consider to be fluffy here, but the fact is you've had Joe Vitale on your show. He's the man for manifesting. He was in the secret movie if you're a bit younger than us, but it's super powerful. So two things on this. I was watching America's Got Talent last night for about 20 minutes because that's about how long I last with my sleep. But the gentleman on stage who was unbelievable with the violin said, when I was a kid, I looked in the mirror and pictured this audience. This guy's like in his 40s. So the question for you is, you manifested what happened. It just, it took you seven years to get out of, but you manifested seven years before you, it happened, I think. So I don't know. Can you comment on the manifestation piece of this? Because I'm certain that that's like, how was your brain open to that, I guess? And then how'd you do it? Yeah. And this stuff is hard to explain too. Sometimes it takes you that long to realize that you've been manifesting it for this long, right? right. And when, if I go back even further, we were on a high six call. For those of you for, who don't know, that's the group that Chris and I coached together for creative real estate. Somebody said, hey, Brian, you're so natural on the phone. You're just so robotic on the phone. And then I thought about it. I said, you know what? I've been preparing for this since I was 22 years old. I think I told you the story about how I used a cold call with the long cord standing up in my office. So, you know, I've been probably manifesting this for a lot longer than I give it credit for. But 
when I actually wanted to get into real estate, yeah, I started to do little things like name my business, right? Yeah. And look at it and kind of write it out. I did a lot of journaling. You know, this was, I did a lot of work prior to actually going out and doing deals. Like I visualized it, and Dr. Joe was super helpful with that on the show. But these are types of things that, while they might seem a little far fetched and not believable, it absolutely, absolutely is something that needs to be paid attention to. And you can do it. Now you still have to take action. You can't just, you know, wish something into existence, but. That combination of manifestation, law of attraction, and actually taking action, it's a very real thing. It's very powerful. Yeah, it takes time. You said it at the beginning. So I just want to make sure we tell listeners, this is not just magic dust that we're talking about. I remember when I first started building homes, putting an index card on my dashboard, how how many homes you want to do, and that sat there for a year. You know, it just, it takes time. Yeah. Brian, I'm going back to what we talked about a little bit earlier, and I'm cognizant of our time here. We talked about people reaching out. You and I both said it to us. We had two interns in the last like three years reach out to us, came in. I will tell you, I would guess, and this is not an ego statement, but I would guess from our team, not from me, they probably got enough stuff in their internship with us. One was only 90 days that they have skill sets for life. And all they had to do is pick up the phone. They literally called and or sent us a letter and said, hey, can I intern? So how many people have reached out to you as a result of your show? I know for me, it's probably those two. (laughs) Maybe one other one. Do you get people to reach out? And on that note, I got to give you a plug. You give free stuff away. Like it's not like they don't have opportunity. So how many people reached out to and what is the resource you can give them now in case they haven't yet? Yeah, it's unbelievable, really, honestly, how many don't. I think, again, it just goes back to the fear like, hey, Brian is not going to help me. He's too busy. And nothing could be further from the truth. It's like that's the way that we feel as business owners, entrepreneurs is like, hey, we didn't get here by ourselves. Like we needed help. Chris helped me. I've helped other people. Chris had help. So you just continue to pay it forward. I mean, honestly, it's been, I think, one person. I've been doing this show for a year and one person. I leave my email address. So there's a bunch of ways to get I in touch too. with me. It's crazy. I leave my email, brian at w2prisonbreak.com. You can go to the website and download you know, free stuff about how to get over the mentality of you know the W2 prison. And while that gets some action, it's like, I will talk to you. I always say, hey, I'll help you. And I think that there's just a lot of fear circling around that with folks like, well, this can't really be real. And I'm telling you, it is real. Well, if I could give you some homework, you might not like me for this and you can edit it out if you don't. But would you be open to them emailing you their why so you can help them dig deeper? Because you and I both know they can dig deeper there. Then there's going to be something burning. They go, okay, now I'll find my path. I don't care if it's going to sell popcorn. Would you be open to that? Absolutely. Absolutely. All right. So you can give me your email. And what we're talking about, guys, is send Brian your why. What you think your why is. It could be a sentence or it could be a paragraph or a page. It doesn't what you think your why is, and then let him tweak it. Go ahead. You can share. Yeah. The email is Brian with an I at W2prisonbreak.com. Pretty simple. So it'll be in the show notes and it's on every show. And while we're giving stuff away, there's like a PDF or something they can have too, right? We're regarding some of the stuff you talk about. What's that link? Is that? Yeah. Show? That's if you go to W2prisonbreak.com. It's on the opening page there. It's a five-step guide that I wrote on how to jumpstart your W-2 prison break. And it's got a lot of resources in there about stuff that we're talking about. Like the mindset piece is huge for most people. Biggest block for me was mindset and is for most people. Good. Get around, Brian, and you'll find your path, guys. Brian, I have two other questions I did write down (laughs) that I actually (laughs) plan to do. One is, how did you, I think this would be cool for them to hear, how did you sort of chunk it down, so to speak? Because- I know if you're in a job now, and you know all too well, 
you're thinking of that big picture. You're going, ah, like it's too big. It's too unforeseen. It's too untouchable. How did you chunk it down? Or did you? I don't know. Yeah, great question. I still do it to this day. And I talk about it all the time on this show is that these big goals, you know, a million dollars a year or quitting your W-2, they seem unattainable, especially if you're making $50,000 a year or $100,000 a year, and you've been in a W-2 for 25 years like I was. So it's important to have those big goals and have timelines attached to them. As an example, I used to write down, quit my W. Every day I wrote it down. My three big goals, quit my W-2. I think at that point, it was maybe by the end of 2021, right? And then right next to it was, okay, what does Brian need to do today to get closer to that? So as an example, it would be, I got to call 25 sellers or I got to call 50 sellers. So win the day, you win a bunch of them, win a bunch of weeks, you'll ultimately get to that goal. And cross it off. And that's what happened. When I left my job, I crossed it off the list. And it was like one of the most gratifying feelings because it seemed so out of reach. But it happened way faster than I had given it credit for because I was doing all the stuff on a daily basis. And I still do that to this day, three and a half years later. I still write down the top three and then the needle movers for the day. That's awesome. So is it safe to say, I just thought of this, this is not written down. Is it safe to say... I feel in real estate, if somebody would just stay with me and not disappear and do every like every single day, I know it's easier said than done. I know they'll have a good experience. So is it safe to say if they got with you, stuck with you and hung out with you and didn't disappear on you, you'd help them exit. You almost don't care what they're doing or where they're going. You help them exit. It doesn't have to be real estate. Completely. And I mean, you know, your community, our community is a perfect example of that because the folks who stick around consistently and are showing showing up to everything. They're the ones who are doing deals. They're the ones who are leaving their jobs. And those who are not, and I don't want to offend anybody who's listening to this, those who are not are not getting the results. So you have to have the, you know, you do some of the things that we're talking about in this hijack here, Chris, and be around the right people. That's super important. I can't stress that enough. And make sure that you're showing up every day, right? You're showing up to your W-2 job every day, even if you're half-assing it, just show up. That's better than not coming at all. Yeah, absolutely. I want them to hear that because we made it sound simple. It is simple, not easy, but you can do it if you just hang out with Brian in that case. Brian, my last thing is this, and then I want to... Oh, you interviewed Rick on your podcast. Did you not, Rick Abbiati? I did interview Rick on the day that he left his W-2. Perfect. I just want the (laughs) listeners to make sure they call that episode up. Because here's a gentleman that longer than Brian did a job, his J-O-B for 30 freaking years and before he left. So anyway, you want to catch that episode. Brian has some crazy good guests on here. Brian, last question. I was talking to Kim last night on our deck upstairs and she said, well, Brian's really good at going public with his goals. I said, why do you say that? She said, well, he told me his goal at the last event to build in your dream place. So do you do that intentionally? And if you do, why? Because this all ties into them today making a statement and doing something. We gave them like five things to do today. Yeah. Yeah, completely. Well, I mean, for those of you watching on YouTube, it's right behind us here on the wall, which again, you've helped me with at our last chairman's event, our last chairman's mastermind event in Rhode Island with Dan Ralphs, who was also on the show. And there's, again, I have proof of concept of this stuff, right? Like I talked to people in W2 life about this stuff and they just look at me like I got three heads, right? And 
I felt the same way. Like this is a waste of time, but I've done a couple of rounds of this and seen the result. So I know how super important it is. Right. And this is a three-year vision for my business and my life as well, but it's really for my real estate business so that I can buy back more time and freedom, right? And build a team. Now, there's one thing on here that I focused on for the trimester. We run on a trimester, which is every four months. And that was what came out of that one-day event where we were putting this together. It was like, okay, Brian, now I have other stuff I'm doing. But you have one priority. Like, if you could only do one thing, it's this for the next 120 days. And that's what I focused on. And I moved that much closer to the three year vision. It's a three year vision. Awesome. Brian, as usual, we talk a lot. I could keep going and going and going. I want to respect the W2 Prison Break listeners. We gave a bunch of nuggets in no particular order. We told them to go to Joe's episode, Rick's episode, and you're on your show right here. We told them to have that let's pretend conversation with spouse, kids, all the above, significant other. We told them to go public with their goals. We told them to send you their why. We told them to download, like, give them like six or seven things. Let me caution the listener. This, in my opinion, and if Brian agrees, he'll put a stamp on it, this is his show. And that is, it's not an I like, it's not a buffet where you get to pick one or two things and go, yeah, I get the same result as Brian. No, you'll get the same result as Brian if you do what Brian did, right? Do you agree with that? Am I okay saying that on your show? Yeah, completely. And, Again, and the other thing I'll add too is that Chris was on episode 15 of the W2 Prison Break show. Definitely go check that out if you have any interest in learning about creative real estate, which we talk about all the time on this podcast. Yeah, no, thank you. You know, I mean, something that I didn't even know really existed until I came across you on a show. So, and followed it, right? So, again, manifestation. I've been manifesting this for a long time. But yeah, 100%. You have to, it's not a la carte. You talk about that all the time. You don't get to pick and choose. It's like, if somebody has something that they've done and you want to do what they do, what they do, don't do seven out of the 10, do all 10 of them. Yep. Yep. Awesome stuff, Brian. Thanks for letting me kind of slide into the director's chair today. That was pretty cool. And I enjoy it. I look forward to doing it on, on my show as well. So make it a great week, buddy. Thanks for having me on. Yeah, yeah. Thanks. There was no pressure on me. Awesome stuff. Have a great day, everyone. Wow, that was a lot of fun, wasn't it? I wasn't expecting that. We talked about it the night before, so that was really cool that he did that. I officially have been hijacked. If you found that to be exciting or, you know, a change of pace, you know, let me know. We gave our email in the episode. So email me, brian at w2prisonbreak.com. Let me know if that's something that you'd like to see more of, and I'll certainly make it happen. You can even tell me, hey, look, I want so-and-so to hijack your show, Brian. And I'll try to get them on the show and do that because I had a lot of fun doing that. It's nice to be interviewed. And then make sure that you're taking advantage of the book offer, the free book offer. You're going to get hard copies of the two books shipped directly to you for free. WickedSmartBooks.com forward slash W2 Prison Break. Thanks for tuning in. I'll see you next week.